0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's Dave Neal, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News. It is March 14th, that's right, 14 2023, and this is Bachelor Rush Hour. Yeah, it's Pi Day, folks. PI, not PIE, Pi Day is March 14th every year. How about some interesting facts about pie? Wouldn't you like to know those? Have a pie, marmalade rhubarb strawberry whatever you want grab a pie chocolate pie is that a pie pumpkin pie pecan pie and we'll get into it do you know that the symbol for pie has been used for over 250 years and that they can't actually calculate the exact Um, number for Pi 3.14 goes on so far and because of that they'll never accurately be able to define the area or the circumference of a circle. The more you know folks nobody cared but I wanted to share some Pi information with you. High in the sky with Pi. I've had a lot of Pi here on my trip, uh, my honeymoon in Bali. Um, Recording this as my final day. I'm hitting the road traveling today. Oh, do we like a travel day? They better have Pi on my 15 hour flight. I tell you what, I'm going to need some of that probably going to cut sugar when i get home but in the meantime load up folks it ain't over till well i like to say it ain't over till um chinese food we like to get chinese food after our flights because we're always like well we don't have food in the fridge we might as well just order a week's worth of food and that's what we do but we're here folks to give you guys all of the bachelor nation news i got a couple stories i'm going to share with you today very interesting ivan hall got engaged his girlfriend said yes We'll share that story last. That's a fun one. That's just a, you know, that's one of those great YouTube videos where I'm going to share the full thing in its entirety with you. Some of it might not make sense, as I'm referencing some of the photos, but Ivan Hall got his girlfriend a new Tesla Model Y as part of his sponsorship deal uh, with his proposal. It's hard to say no with a public proposal. It's even harder to say no when it comes with an electric vehicle. So uh, speaking of all the buzz, we'll get into that story. And first, though, we've got Hannah Brown. She talks about the problem with instant bachelor fame on the Checking Up podcast with Dr. Mike. It's a great podcast. It's, I'm sorry, it's called The Checkup with Dr. Mike. go check out the full podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. But here's a couple of clips about Hannah Brown dealing with the um, the newfound success that she had catapulting into fame in the Bachelor world. Have a listen.
1: I think when you have, have um, a little bit of like PTSD from different like the way that I was just my background, um, I really handled the situation in a way that was kind of unlike some of the other people on the show. Of I was really locked in, and my body felt like, oh, I've been here before. Mm. So for me I wouldn't I could have like I felt like I could have stayed like days longer. Wow. Um but like I knew that was kind of like not that it's unhealthy but I I knew that there was something different going on inside my head versus like other people um, and
0: now she's speaking about uh, special forces. She's saying she was doing so well living in this random tent in Jordan, the country, um, that she could have kept on going. And she's going to talk about how she disassociates uh, and is able to kind of get in the zone. We call that the Hannah Beast mode. But I was like, huh,
1: why is this not affecting me the same way? Why am I not like super emotional? I'm just like really like
2: zoned in. zoned in. Did you feel dissociated from the
1: moment? 1000%. Okay. Yeah. Like I got back and I was like, hmm. Uh, I do this but I, I know that I also now that I've gone to therapy like realize that I kind of do that in certain situations so um, it was really eye-opening and it's something now that I can now can work on and like understand a yeah. little bit
0: and people in the comment section have asked, uh, how did she get so much PTSD? She was a well-liked bachelorette, and that might be the case to you. But to others, she was the center of a lot of scrutiny for being sex positive, not to mention she, of course, had um, problematic things she had to apologize for. She was singing a song on an Instagram story, and she said the N-word in the song, and she had uh, she had that to deal with. And it's it. not to say that there aren't consequences for your actions, but you still have to deal with what comes from... Uh, uh, a world of people, uh, you know, online, whether it for, for you know, with with regards to all the actions you make, that that uh, disapprove some rightfully and some not, you know, uh, depending on what it, what the circumstances. And within that uh, world, it's like your brain has to cope with this idea and I, they might talk about it here this idea that like when you were a celebrity in the 70s you had to write somebody mail fan mail to not like them you had to lick a stamp you had to you know do all this stuff nowadays you get thousands i mean gosh yesterday i can't tell you the amount of people telling me to put sunblock on you know how annoying it is and no offense you like oh dave we don't want you to get melanoma i get it it's still annoying <laughs> death by thousand paper cuts to be told what to do even when it's well-intentioned when it's not well-intentioned it becomes a um, it becomes very toxic.
1: Uh, but it helped me get through the course, I
2: guess. <laughs>
0: well, that's why <laughs> for better or
1: for worse, it's,
2: it's true coping mechanism. And when you're doing that in your everyday life and you're disconnecting from your emotions, you're not just disconnecting from the negative ones. You're also disconnecting from the good ones. Because mm-hmm. if you want to tone down the negativity in your life by toning down your emotions, you're also toning down your positivity at the same time. One lever controls both. Yes. But in a situation where you're trying to survive in the water, handcuffed in a car or what have you, Maybe it's okay to dissociate in a moment. Like
1: yeah, that. I, I do think I didn't have these crazy up and downs. I just kind of was like, even kill the whole time. Mm-hmm. I didn't let like a victory like make me like, oh my God. Yeah. But I also didn't make like a failure or something really crazy happening like affect me either.
0: Okay, let's get to the next part here. So she's discussing the the ways in which she was able to succeed, but also some you know it's important too to know to confront issues and don't just disassociate from like the issues that all that you that you need to confront and overcome. And of course, that's what therapy has taught her. All right, let's go to our you. Could
2: talk next to yourself question. in that moment? Would you have encouraged yourself to seek therapy before all of this happened? Before rock bottom, one thousand percent. Why?
1: Uh because I think that's, that was a lot that I was going through. Like, I feel like, you know, you see your, you know, I'm not even that, I mean, it was not that long ago, but like your younger self and you're like, dang, like you kind of grieve for the moments where you don't reach out or the moments that you, you don't have somebody to really confide in and understand. And so or just kind of give you that that place, um, just be like a safe place that really has no skin in the game at all, and just An just listening. Voice. Yeah, objective voice. Yeah, I totally wish I would have done that, um, and definitely needed it um, even before. That's yeah. why I made great TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes, that was and and but now like found it. And I'm like, so grateful for it. I think everybody should do
2: therapy. Yeah. I think what's, what's powerful about therapy and kind of a misunderstanding that so many people have is they think it's just talking about your feelings, but there's the objective voice that carries a huge benefit. It's someone that's not having the same emotions you are that can allow you to bounce ideas off them. And then number two, the big one is you learn tools, your favorite word Yes. of How to manage in certain situations, not necessarily life advice, but your own methods, whether or not they're helpful,
0: in what ways they're not helpful. You know, we talk about this all the time when we've talked about neurodiversity, having a blueprint to navigate the brain that you're given, the the processing that you're given. And your soul isn't the same as your, process, your processors, right? And um, to be able to navigate that and learn, oh my gosh, when I'm going to a new event or when I'm meeting new people or when I have um, to deal with rush hour, I feel anxious or a certain way, my body releases this stress hormone. Well, learn how to breathe through it, learn how to say positive affirmations, learn how to use the tools that exist to minimize the bad. And that way you'll have a more even keel. And that's partly what can be good about, um, you know, getting, you know, cause there's so many people out there that just accept themselves for who they are. And it's like, well, don't always accept yourself for who you are. Uh, you know, hold yourself to be the best version of yourself. And that comes from learning, uh, not to ruminate and learning not to, um, you know, just be, uh, uh, the, the status quo that you were given, you know, from whatever, you know, because no offense to our parents, but a lot of parents kind of left us with, uh, you know, you know, without the manual for success, at least as far as like, well, I did it this way. It's my way or the highway. It's like, I don't want to be the type of dad that's like, well, it's my way or the highway. And I was like, well, it's my way or the way that you think will be the productive way to do it. I think that makes sense too. Being like,
1: I have a real problem with social media. Like okay, I, it kind yeah. of like, um, and it's like my own thing I have to deal with, but I was not a social media person. Like truly don't know where my phone is. Most of the time it's always dead. Okay. So when you like get your phone back, cause you don't have your phone on some of the shows and it's like, Oh, we have 2 million followers. Like that was just like, that just happened. Yeah. And I'm like, what do I do with this? And at first, like I probably like, didn't understand
2: like magnitude. Well, there was excitement probably as well. It
1: was just like, whoa but then i was also like i don't even know how to use this so it was funny but i think that's also was was the charm back then people were like oh like she's not trying to be like an influencer like mm-hmm. i don't know what i'm doing but now i struggle with posting sometimes because i've realized i don't want to sh- like i i don't know how to just say this but like
0: So what what she's about to talk about is the follower count she received from being on The Bachelor and then The Bachelorette. And the sort of because every follower is different, but the followers you get from The Bachelor are entitled in certain ways. They, they they collectively, maybe not you, maybe not me, but collectively, there's a feeling of ownership over the subject that you follow. We built you. If it weren't for you being on the show, you wouldn't have the followers. There's an entitlement that exists. I don't believe that it's right. I believe that um, that the I believe that the audience isn't entitled to you, just like you're not entitled to me. I mean, it's a symbiotic relationship. Otherwise she wouldn't follow. Uh, Somebody follows Hannah Brown to hear about her life story and they get entertainment and information and all these things, and that, and then she gets to live her life and continue to provide that entertainment and information to the follower. There's a parasocial relationship there. But there is a expectation that you're going to deliver, and that's the pressure that a lot of contestants fall under. Now, there's a ton of privilege that Hannah Brown has here. She came up in the height of Instagram. Sure, she was iconic and all that, but she also received probably the biggest windfall of followers from Instagram. Very interesting to hear Hannah Brown talk about therapy and overcoming the adversity and the stress that's come and the anxiety that comes with uh, being a notable figure in Bachelor Nation. And while I'm not a notable figure in Bachelor Nation, as a stand-up comedian, you deal with a lot of stress and anxiety. And um, one of the ways that I like to unwind, uh, which we're going to get into with today's sponsor today, is with microdosing. That's right. Just a little bit of THC here and there, just to calm down the chatter and the noise in your brain. That's what I like to do. And yes, we are sponsored by Microdose Gummies, an incredible entry-level dose of THC that helps you feel the right amount of good. That's why I love gummies so much. They tell you the exact amount you're taking, you know, your exact dose. It's not like your friend in college who's like, try this brownie. Next thing you know, you're hugging a Christmas tree for 17 hours. No, you can just have a little bit. For me, it helps me curb anxiety, keeps my creative mind feeling relaxed all day long. And yeah, I just want to melt into my pillow at night. You know, I've got chronic neck pain and it's really... Really nice to just get a good night's sleep. My schedule, content all morning, stand up at night. I can't afford to not have a good night's sleep. Not on my watch, folks. Microdose is available nationwide to learn more about microdosing, THC. Go to microdose.com and use code Hour to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description, but again, that's microdose.com, code Hour. And I am so excited to continue and we've got a electric proposal, one that is buzzworthy ivan hall proposes to his girlfriend she says yes and he gives her a new car a tesla are you kidding me right now this is amazing this is, you know what i mean maybe she's bad with gas guzzling vehicles i don't know maybe she's an environmentalist i don't know what uh, what inspired tesla to get involved in this proposal but i'm jealous Ivan said, she said, yes, thanks for making me the happiest man in the world. And I can't wait for what our future. Maybe she's bad at parking. (laughs) Maybe it's got automatic parking. I don't know. Maybe she backs into things. All right. Either way, he's backing his way into a nice deal here with this, because I'm assuming it's some sort of influencer deal. It comes with a big bow. Bachelorette alum Ivan Hall is engaged to girlfriend Taylor Robinson. It felt like we were destined to be together. Hey, Mrs. Robinson. Okay, so here we have it. We're going to get into this story. It's a good one. And uh, by, by the way, hit the like button, subscribe if you haven't already. So uh, here it is. And of course, everyone's making the same joke a, 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 a new car. Congrats to you. You know, um, everyone's excited for them. Yeah, because, you know, as this is this changes the influencer game. You know, back in the day, you just proposed. In my day, you just proposed in Thailand and got, uh, you know, some various colds because you were on a flight for 17 hours and you didn't wear masks. This was in 2020. This was before we knew, uh, you know, what, what was coming out in the world. But here we have it. And let's read this article. This is a good one. He found the one. Ivan Hall is engaged to Taylor Robinson. Us Weekly can exclusively reveal. Which, uh, by the way, Us Weekly... Uh, engagement announcements are like the Wheaties box of the 90s. Do you remember that? Everyone got their face on a Wheaties box. But as as special as it is, no one reached out to me for... No one was like, oh, Dave's on his honeymoon. Breaking news. We can exclusively report Dave's got a sunburn in Bali. I can truly say that being engaged feels amazing, Ivan Hall 31 exclusively told us. It's a mixture of excitement, joy, and anticipation for what the future holds. I want to know how long they were together. I didn't even know they were together. Bachelor Nation met the Texas native on the Bachelor, Red Season 16, where Claire was the lead before Taysha took over. He later joined Bachelor in Paradise Season 7 after he wrapped up his time in the franchise. He reconnected with Robert. Oh, reconnected. Um, Oh, is it Roberson? Did I say Robinson? What? Either way. Uh, we'll get to know her. We've been, we've known each other for a long time and have always ended up finding our way back to each other. We, how many times? Drink every time that the, they say exclusively. Exclusively, nobody cares. Not that you found love that uh, us got the scoop. When she happened to move to Dallas after medical school to work as an en- anesthesiologist, it felt like we were designed to be together. Oh, she's an anesthesiologist. No wonder when he laid eyes on her for the first time, he felt numb. Okay, folks where <laughs> he was pricked by her, um, uh, you know, uh, aura. I don't know. Uh- all right, a lot of prick jokes there. Uh, because she's an anesthesiologist, and you use a needle, don't they? I don't know. They drip it in. The aeronaut, the aeronautical engineer, popped the question in Dallas, and she felt like their love was out of this world. Okay, get it. Okay, how many stupid puns? On Saturday, March 11th. So he proposed on Saturday, March 11th, and he said, "When will be the maximum day?" And then the uh, the car keys for the Tesla arrived late. The doc, she- he was like, "I got to repropose because now uh, the car here." The doctor happily said yes. Okay, are we going to have this debate? Is an anesthesiologist anesthesiologist? anesthesiologist a doctor oh i know look i don't want to get a whole bunch of anesthesiologists on my bad side here of course they're doctors as much as a dentist is all right folks okay don't even get me started with chiropractors i could use one today because i'm flying home uh, and if I don't make it, that means this video is going to go super viral. What was Dave wearing uh, before his flight went and disappeared? Uh, the doctor happily said yes, and Hall can't wait to spend the rest of his life with the bride to be. I real uh, statistically maybe they'll make it, maybe they won't, but that's just the way the world works, folks. I realized that she was not only my best friend, but also the person who made me feel happiest and most fulfilled in life. She supported me through the good times and the bad. Is this a country song? What is this? And I knew that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. Um, he was speaking about the Tesla, <laughs> just kidding. You know, guys, by the way, my best videos are these videos. These are, these are my fastball. This is, where, uh, this is where I do my good work. In case you were wondering, this might be a best of 2023. <laughs> Ivan Hall decided it would be, you know why? Because they're the dumbest articles in the world. But I don't blame him. He got paid, you know, 75 bucks and got a free uh, gift certificate to Olive Garden. And, and he was like, yeah, you can get the exclusive. Who cares? I'd give the exclusive to, um, you know, I don't know, Brazzers <laughs> if they wanted it. Uh, Hall decided it was time to ask Robertson to marry him in late 2022. But first, he had to find the right ring and, you know, Tesla. I went to Kizar, which is an online jewelry store. They assisted me. Okay, here's where we get to the influencing part. You know, you got to get the uh, link in there. They assisted me in creating the perfect ring for Taylor. Uh, You could say that she had her ring tailored. Okay, folks. I got her the low-profile camelli ring with a four-carat oval diamond. Oh, boy, that four-carat is out of this world. Speaking of out of this world, didn't they just find a planet that's got, like, 50 trillion pounds of diamonds on it? Can we just go there? Am I making that up? Um, diamonds intrinsically have no value. We pay as much as we do because the De Beers industry control. Okay, you get the whole point. Uh, in the end, you still buy it because you have to, or else she'll leave you for someone who will get her a Tesla. Can you believe this, honey? He got his f- girlfriend a Tesla. Oh, I'm driving a 2004 Toyota here. I didn't realize you got a Tesla when you... Where's my... Te- what Where do I... Okay. Luckily, Roberson—we're uh, still reading the story—gave uh, her man a few not-so-subtle hints about her taste in jewelry. I knew what style she liked from all the DMs she would send me on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, whenever the ladies in the bathroom, you know, going, you know, on the toilet, she starts to tagging you and things. It's like I got the hint, honey. You tagged me in every single, you know, ring in the world. With the diamond acquired, it was time to start planning the actual proposal. The groom-to-be presented his love with both a new ring. And a new car! You know, when I first saw this story, because I don't know if you knew this, I'm in Bali, 16 hours east of you guys, or time zone-wise. When I first saw this story, I was like, oh, everyone's making a joke because he proposed in front of a new car. I didn't realize he also got her a new car! Tell her what she's won. A lifetime with you, with an aeronautical. You know, I'm telling you something. Everyone says engineers are boring. Maybe they are, but if they get you a new car, you can handle a little boringness. Marry your engineer, get your car, and I'll entertain you for free. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Neil. so I can afford a new car. When planning the proposal, I wanted to make sure it was personalized and meaningful. Yeah, we got that part. Oh, I got her a beautiful ring and also surprised her with a brand new 2023 Tesla Model Y performance to replace her old college car. He calls it a college car. Our families helped me organize everything. And I hired the best Dallas wedding photographer, Kirsten Jenkins to capture the moment. Uh, he's got all, I mean, he's got it all. He's got every sponsorship except socks. You know, he couldn't get a sock sponsorship. All right. So there they are. Let's go through a few photos here. There's the huge four-carat ring, which is probably worth more than the Tesla Y. And um, Although, like I said, intrinsically, they have no value. No one wants a used ring. So there she is with a nice uh, high-slitted dress. I don't know if that's what you call it. With the flow there, she's got, she looks like an emoji. And I mean that with all due respect. She's got big emoji energy. Um, Ivan's doing the heavy lifting there. Uh, Good for him. Very beautiful photo. I mean, really, they got the wind going. They probably had someone who, like, they need to get the leaf blower sponsored in the background. And my buddy has a DeWalt leaf blower that he got from Home Depot. Go to Home Depot for 20% off a leaf blower when you need to blow a, you know, a gust of wind up up someone's, uh, the slit of their dress, just kind of power washing them right there. Hey, you got to do what you got to do to get the shot. Don't think I've never uh, bought a leaf blower and returned it uh, after a photo shoot. So there it is. Uh, the Model Y is a, by the way, the Model Y is considered one of the safest cars in the world. It really is. I mean, if you don't put it in, you know, automatic, uh, you know, driving and let it run into somebody. Uh, there they are. And oh boy, just how many, I, qu- I was, cause I was wondering, I was like, why did he propose in a parking lot. Like, can't you park the car somewhere else? Can't you pack the car and have it yet? Uh, we don't have uh, charges and have it yet. Okay, so let's finish this riveting article. Ivan ad- added that their videographer for the engagement was Susie Evans. No way. Got a good deal on Susie Evans, who was on season 26 of The Bachelor and did the Lead Clayton Ecker for several months. So he's got, he's, got, he's bringing them all in. He's he's like my, um, I, uh, I was going to make it. Okay. (laughs) I got it. Canceling myself right now. Though they're still enjoying the excitement of getting engaged. Ivan and uh, Robinson are anxious to start planning their nuptials. Wedding planning will start soon. We're both excited to start thinking about the the details. Like which car we're going to drive down. He drives down the aisle in a new Audi. We haven't finalized anything yet, but we both have some ideas in mind for the location theme and overall vibe of the wedding. Hey, look. I don't knock them. If you can use your social media following to get a little love out there, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not judging it whatsoever. And then, by the way, Deanie babies got his new engagement ring, and he put an air tag on it because, of course, we know he lost the last one. I've actually got all of my air tags here in Bali because that's where I am, in Bali. It's a beautiful island in Indonesia, if you're wondering. Read some comments. Beck said, hey, are you in Bali? I think I heard you mention Bali during the videos once or twice or a hundred times? And my response, hater. Uh, But yeah, I like to tell people I'm in Bali if they wonder, you know, maybe it's the first time that they um, stumbled on my content and they were thinking, oh boy, he's got low production value. And I want to say, no, this is Indonesian production value. This is what I could fit into my suitcase. I'll be back to the home station later today. Now we have this comment. Why is Dave wearing that shirt for days and days on his video? Hopefully he launders it ick and my response was are you freaking serious i didn't wear this shirt more than two days now of course this person's referencing the shirt that i had last night but i'm telling you what this is where i'm at right now this you know this is leisurely dave i got this nice here i'm doing this thing showing you the view the you know infinity pool that's happening there no hating on me in bali but i i did some research as you like to do so here's the shirt that I wore Friday. This actually is a white shirt. It's a little dark there with, um, uh, some like blue stripes on it. And then I was like, where, when did I wear this shirt last? Oh, six days ago. I'm sorry. I wore the same white shirt six days. I'm winking at you. Six days. I wore it twice. I have a plethora of linen shirts. I found a good dealer of the, uh, actually they're cotton, but is linen a type of cotton? Either way, I've got I've got so many linen shirts. You know, I have so many shirts. I don't even know what to do with other shirts. Some would call my linen shirts incredible, but I'm just telling you, there are so many shirts here that you're... Th- okay, so you think... Now, let me tell you something. You think I'm gross for wearing the same shirt twice on vacation? I haven't worn underwear since the Reagan administration. The last time I wore underwear, the Silicon Valley Bank was still in proper order, okay? I You know, the, literally, more banks have closed in the United States in the last week than the amount of underwear I've worn in the last two, you, you understand? So anyway, get out of here. So the person said, why is Dave wearing that shirt for days and days on his video? Hopefully he launders it, ick, and I'm going to do a sacrificial, now I love, I do, I actually do enjoy people's snark, but oh, I'm, oh, where did it go? I lo- oh, you know what? You're so lucky. I just lost it. Let me see if I can find the comments here. I'm going to do a sacrificial. Here it is. We're going to do a sacrificial block right here. So there it is. Here you go, Gene. This is for you. I'm feeling a certain way. This mo- promotes terrorism, not exactly. Unwanted uh, spam. Let's just. Where's the? No. Where's the harassment? I'm calling it. You're harassing me for <laughs> wearing. Uh, choose one. This is harassment of me. Is it really? No, not really. Okay. You know what? Fine. I'm not going to block you. Okay. I'm going to. I'm going to let you off easy today because I'm feeling the love because it's Ivan's birthday. You know what? You don't get the, a new car. That's going to do it for me. The coffee's hitting nicely and I'm about to hit a flight. So I'm going to be caught up to date Wednesday morning on all the recaps and all the doodads. Maybe I'll just do one giant recap of everything I've missed while I'm gone. But look, for, for, for you know, wh- what are you doing? I- I'm making content on the other side of the world. Yeah, make it right. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Neal, and I'll put a new shirt on. But please, if you've ever, you know, what's funny. I wear, like, the same hoodie, like, 17 days out of the week um, from uh, from Los Angeles, and I'm actually wearing more clothes while I'm here. And that wraps up another riveting episode of Bachelor Rush Hour. As always, I've been Dave Neal. Have a safe ride home, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody.